0: I should
1: have said one eight hundred five
0: three five WCBR is what I
1: should have said. <laughs> or could have been, we could have been out west. We could say said
0: KCBR five eight eight four three hundred Empire.
1: Is that a national thing or a local thing?
0: I think it's a local, like LA thing. But Empire,
1: well, no Empire Carpet. I've seen the commercials around here.
0: Yeah, so I guess it's national.
1: Okay. Speaking of which, I'm glad you brought that up because I uh, tweeted—I want not talk about that main show. I forgot about it. I tweeted about um, blood, sweat, and beers: mm-hmm. the Lexus and Chips documentary, which is yeah. available on iTunes starting on Friday. They gave me a screener copy to watch. It's really good. Awesome. No, it's really good. It's much better than I thought it would be. I—I <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad saying that. I because you know we're in the industry, you know. And I was expecting to see a bunch of stuff that I've seen before type thing. And it's not. It's good. So I did some tweets, and I I used the phrase, uh, do them a solid. Uh Uh-huh. And I got a comment back from Groucher from the beer report who, like, didn't know what that meant. Like, never heard that before.
0: Uh, Okay. it
1: confused me. It seemed like it was omnipresent in pop culture enough.
0: I mean, it it does seem more like a 70s thing, kind of uh, so like a 70s sort of black type It's not
1: thing? that old, actually. Really? Uh, well, I haven't done tons of research. I, I've done seven minutes of research on my phone, but Urban Dictionary accredits the first use to Seinfeld. Huh. Kramer said it. And then it's been used in a couple places since. I almost certainly did not get it from Seinfeld, because I never really watched Seinfeld. Um, I don't know where I heard it from, but I thought it would be more... <laughs> yes, that's that's perfect, Greg. So I, I just want to kind of chit-chat about this in the okay. post type thing, and, and, I don't know, bend your ear on it about, you know, do me a solid.
0: Do me a solid? I... I mean, because I remember, like you know, solid, you know, like okay, in, in, right. the, those old black expectations. So I now.
1: mean, it's like you know, to me, if you ask me to define it, it's like, you know, a solid favor, a sincere favor, something like that. Be sincere about helping me out, type thing. Uh,
0: it, to me, it, it feels more of a, uh, a of a jokey version of that, like oh, like something in between friends if you were to say do me a favor to somebody, that would be somebody you meet you happen to meet at the gas station, hey could you do me a favor? But mm-hmm. hey, do me a solid to somebody you your friends
1: want well, Oh right, right. Get. A solid favor. Yeah. Right. It's it's you know, I r you know, you're really gonna yeah, you know, I really need you to do this type of thing. So I mean that's what I saw it as, but you know apparently So that yeah. a
0: liquid favor.
1: Maybe that's part of or the entomology. Um Yeah, I mean, like I said, when like my 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 internal definition engine replaces "solid" with "sincere." Um, this is
0: awful. Wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. It just it, it was interesting. I didn't. <clears throat> so I did that tweet a couple days ago, and Groucho replied on Facebook. So I I didn't see it, and I was just kind of checking my Facebook notifications, and like, oh, Groucho commented on a tweet, or uh, you know, and I look, huh, solid seems like push a comment or material to me <laughs>
0: did you like my <clears throat> my joke I thought of on the way here to start the show
2: which that we one, were the? the
0: only beer podcast uh. in the... <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about all the great podcasts we met out there and mm-hmm. like um, just you know we, we talked to a lot of brewers who had um, who had listened to us at some point mm-hmm. uh, and that felt good because I didn't mind that they don't listen to us anymore. I mean, how many podcasts did we used to listen to that we don't listen to anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's natural. Right. You you go in and people find at different times or whatever. Some you're a fan of for life. Some you go in and out. Right, right. Um, so I I yeah, love it, that we play a part.
1: That I mean, that was humbling. I yeah. think you know, like the amount of people I talk to who are brewers running awesome breweries. Yeah. And they do or had listened to Craft Beer Radio. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It, it's it's stunning, you know, for a couple schmoes here sitting in our basement every week, <laughs> and like only like, I don't know, somewhere between one percent and and one fiftieth of a percent contact us. You know, we, we don't know who's out there listening and who's yeah. not, and uh, it's um it's pretty cool. The, um, so we met the Craft Beer Anonymous guys yeah. or one of the guys one of we them. met the misogynistic one
0: <laughs>
1: he's a nice guy in real life of course he's I mean, playing a character Yeah, uh, a, a, an interesting character choice for this uh, period in, in history yes but, uh, a,
0: a bringing... ribald character in a time when such things are, are looked down upon uh, by at least a certain segment of the population that uh, includes me um yeah, no, I, I never suspected that he was a bad guy. Um, I just didn't like the...
1: I, I thought he was more of a bra than, uh, yeah. than he was. Uh, it... He was sincere, he took my feedback, I mm-hmm. mean, because I've listened to the show. You've only listened to the one I made you yeah. listen to, the Elysian one. But uh, I've listened to the show and basically said, you know, what do you guys think about doing less whales? I mean, because they're always doing, like, yeah. super top-tier rare beers. Except for when they did Elysian. And uh, I, I don't expect them to not do more, or not. I don't expect them to change. I think they're gonna keep doing the whales, but.
0: Uh, well, I mean, think about the think about it this way: uh, you listen to the Nerdist and you listen to County Bang Bang when mm-hmm. they have whales on.
1: Yeah, but you don't have to. It's not like you have to lick um, Jason Mancus to appreciate him. <laughs> You can listen to him over the audio Over the internet and appreciate I would him.
0: argue that you might have to Might have to listen
1: <laughs> Yeah You might have to listen yeah. Jason a few times
0: <laughs> To really get the full appreciation I think you do
1: That, that commercial you found on YouTube Before yes. we, you should cue that up I think we need to Not right now Well Let's finish what we're talking about yeah. but I think we need, to, we need to Dissect that commercial in a little bit Absolutely Um, so craft beer anonymous, nice guy. Um, the beerists. I mean, I knew those were nice guys. Mm -hmm. I hung out with them for a while. Um, it's funny. Anastasia on the show, she's in real life. Either she doesn't like me or she's pretty introverted. I I think it's probably the second, but maybe she doesn't like me. I don't know. But like, I was expecting to like have a little chat with her and she kind of like turned the other way. And and
0: you never know what people are going to be like in any, in any single day. Mm -hmm. Uh, you hope for the best, but that's why I try not to take my encounters with people that it go poorly uh as a single example of what that person is like, oh sure when, when when i when I deal with somebody who's frustrating like in a distortionly <laughs> like, i don't Unless I deal with them a second time and they're still frustrating, then I don't, I don't... I just say, okay, they're having a bad day. I get it.
1: Everyone has bad right, days. Right. Anastasia shares a certain um, descriptive quality with you, and that's the kind of visual storytelling thing, <laughs> right? You know, where she's, she's less about the analytical tastes like a pyramid, and she's more like tastes like a sunny day on the beach you know but but it's still it it, you know that you both dive into that well more than than other people so
0: well i mean you know i've I've expressed that i'm a very visual thinker
1: but you know i think you know i hear her do that you know it it draws me back to the times you do it as well
0: (laughs) um i there were a bunch of things that i wanted to get to in terms of there, there were still some great tweets. Let's that talk I about had. trains. <laughs> well, what, so I wanted to just go through a couple of quick things. Remember when we were uh, looking at that through the microscope, we were looking at those uh, things we we discovered were plants, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't know what stuff was moving inside it was. Uh, Read right up on chloroplasts, basically the blood of. Those things mm-hmm. we saw, I mean, that's how good the microscope was. We saw it circulating. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. I just wanted to mm-hmm. you know. Right. I was like, oh, that's exactly what we saw. We saw chloroplasts. Um, so.
1: I think that was something that I speculated on. Yeah. There, we weren't if those were the chloroplasts or not. I couldn't tell if it was. Uh, yeah, I, I, no, I don't recall, but yeah, you need to bring that thing back up, man. That's you know, <laughs> microscope. Just... <laughs> Actually, you know what I did? I, um, when I was up on the roof fixing the house and clean, you know, I scooped a bunch of scrap out of the gutters. And if you heard about one of the ways to collect micrometeorites is yes. to clean out your gutters. So I scooped a bunch of scrap out of the gutters. I dried it. And then the kids and I went through with ma- the neodymium magnets and we picked out all the magnetic stuff. So now I have a small sample of magnetic stuff. And I looked at some of it through the little green microscope that you gave us. Uh, and I didn't see any meteorites yet, but, some, you know, maybe next week or something you come up early with the kids. We could maybe set up the other microscope yeah. or something and kind of look at that stuff.
0: The other option is if it's going to be dry for a while, you, you put out a white piece of paper Mm-hmm. um just on the ground. Okay. And eventually over like 5 days or something there will be a collection of dust and stuff and you should be able to go with a magnet. Okay. And most of the magnetic stuff
1: should be. There was a lot stuff. of magnetic stuff yeah. came out of my shingles. My shingles are old so they're shedding a lot of Asphalt or a lot Mm -hmm. of stones and stuff I was surprised at how much of that stuff is magnetic And when you look at it through the microscope It's all jagged and Mm -hmm. you know It's not meteorites but I was surprised At how much Ferrous stuff was coming off of my shingles It's uh I figured it would be all rocks
0: It's an interesting world Uh okay So let's see Yogi Berra died. That was sad. But I'm not totally sad. He's got nine years old. He had a wonderful life. Uh, got to be a, a character that we'll remember forever. So mm-hmm. is it sad? No, I guess not. It's, it's, um, it's it, in a sense, it's, you celebrate somebody like that. So it's, it should be happy. But rest in peace.
1: He doesn't go to that restaurant anymore because he's dead. <laughs> right one of his quotes was he doesn't go no one yeah. goes there anymore because it's too crowded right.
0: which is that, that's the kind of awesome like wisdom <laughs> slash insanity that, yeah yeah okay so some of the tweets that we had i, I love how twitter can be like an awesome travel of <laughs> just like events that uh-huh. just memory. um We were, this was the, our flight to Denver was slightly delayed. We were on the tarmac for about 45 minutes waiting to get out. Uh, And we were, (laughs) the guys behind us were having the most...
1: We were in (laughs) St. Paul, Minneapolis, St. Paul. And uh, the two guys beside us who did not know each other.
0: That we can surmise at least, yeah.
1: One, no, one was from, yeah, they didn't, one was from Wisconsin. The other one was from Montana or something. And the one guy worked for the railroad and they spent... 30 minutes talking about trains just
0: droning on about trains this kind of constant monotone blah 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 about trains he would not stop talking about trains didn't really stop for a second and just kept talking about the things that trains were doing and what they could do and what the engines did
1: and how they were placing <laughs> the signals on the sides of the tracks and the red lights mean blah blah blah, blah. so yeah
0: so I'm like Jeff and I are being assaulted with the most boring conversation so Greg, Greg
1: decided to be an asshole here <laughs> And he starts like shouting out like how trains are stupid or something, <laughs> and I'm like,
0: no. I was hoping you would go along with this. No, you room. know, you just with did sermon. not
1: need to be an asshole in that situation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wanted to. I wanted to play that. Part because I because I, I did like feel after 20 minutes of listening to this I did feel like assaulted by it I felt like it, this was too long and too like directed in our direction for it not to be like was talking in like the back of your head insult. so so I was like yeah train the thing I hate about trains <laughs> was
1: you trying- can't steer them they always go the same way
0: <laughs> what's the deal with trains. But then, fortunately, as I tweeted, good news: the conversation has shifted to corn and beets.
1: They were talking uh, about if the corn out. had turned brown <laughs> in their re- areas, respective areas. Yet it was like <clears throat> it was an, it was fascinating, like Midwestern small talk that we've never experienced.
0: Yeah, yeah, it felt very
1: Minnesota. Right, <laughs> it felt like. I mean, it was either that or they're gonna start talking about Obama. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, uh, that would have made me want to punch them more, probably. Okay, so at the uh, place we were at with the mini saver uh, in the men's room, there was something interesting happening. I the post-it sure. notes. Yeah, instead of having people like it, to not get people to write on the walls, they put post-it notes and pens. <laughs> and a big lighted wall that you could...
1: Well, it was a translucent wall, yeah. and the ladies' room shared the other side of the frosted glass, uh-huh. and the ladies had a lot more notes up on the wall than the men did. <laughs> you could see that.
0: Uh, I, I took a picture of it, but I also... There were other people in, the, in, in there at the time as I said, is it okay if I take a picture of this because I find it strange? I wanted to make sure mm-hmm. that, I, that I asked.
1: <laughs> I'm not taking a picture yeah, of your junk. Yeah. <laughs> at least not that you yeah, know. I, I'm
0: taking a picture I want everybody to know so so I, I I can do what I feel is like the morally right thing to do in this situation, which is inform you I'm taking a picture, uh, but I'm not taking a picture of your joke. I just want to, this is interesting. I, I think people should see it. I don't know whether, it got any traction, but it was interesting to me. Um,
1: did you
0: write a note? I, I I tweeted. I tweeted it.
1: But did you write a note on the wall? No, I did not. I, I, I thought about it, but I couldn't think of anything good to write. I mean,
0: I had a thought later, like during during the first session, I had this GABF thoughts, right? These mm-hmm. philosophical meanderings that come to me when I was slightly drunk and high. Um, <laughs> objective goals are asymptotes. Impossible to reach without infinite energy. Physicists already figured this out with C. Technically, figure, math had already figured this out a while before that, but physicists saw it was a part of reality with See, but the whole idea. uh, I was thinking about. It. It was me sort of melding like politics and beer styles at one time. So I was thinking, how do you get, how do you nail a beer style, but also like how do you nail uh, a an idea or uh, a concept, Um, and you can never quite reach any of them exactly because any perfect thing is going to be an asymptote any perfect thing you're going to be able to get arbitrarily close to but not actually reach because it would require infinite energy to get there. Okay. That's the idea behind that. Um, It it may not make a lot of sense, but it made sense to me at the time.
1: You want to talk about high fives? Uh,
0: Yeah. But I want to get to this first Um, because I was... Jason responded to me because I said like I took took a break and I was tweeting like I'm going to save my sobriety and uh, Jason said come on the best CBR shows are when you're loaded and lecturing Jeff (laughs) Uh, so uh, and and hashtag Jeff so passive Um, which I I I disagree with. This I said to him, I don't know if you if you saw this. I did. Shane, I did. Yeah. Jeff is like a snake. He can seem harmless, but when he strikes, he's a mean motherfucker. <laughs> Whereas I am more of a porcupine, spiny but mushy. I think that describes us <laughs> kind of well. <laughs> I, yeah,
1: like I said, you know, we've talked about this before. Yeah. I, I hesitate to argue unless mm, I have. Yeah a lot of facts.
0: You strike with, with a vicious bite. And
1: if I have the facts. Yeah, otherwise I will decline yeah. for another day.
0: Whereas I'm like I said full of spines, but if you if you get inside it's a chewy caramel center. <laughs> it's <laughs> just goo. Um and and so he was Jason was sort of implying that I was like I was the one who ruled the show and I was like, no, it really is not that at all. So it's very equally but it doesn't feel that way on air. His say is as important as mine. I can just be louder. I I do believe that, but I also believe the tweet that I said in second, which is, mm-hmm. that said, I am pretty awesome, so that does count for a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pleased with myself for that tweet. Um, You posted a tweet of shorts being out. <laughs> oh. And I responded. You
1: know, you know what I said? I don't regret anything. Uh-huh. Maybe I regret a little bit about calling out Schwartz and Three Floyds for like being out of beer.
0: Mm. But the way you said it was uncool as so I said disqualified. for to Get the get swifty episode of Good Oh okay.
1: Uncool. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. It went over my head. I missed it but that, that's
0: really funny now. <laughs> uh, I also said uh, this place needs an
1: oyster bar. <laughs> like saver, yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to go in the cheese line Saturday morning, uh-huh. and that the line got along with like yeah. that, yeah.
0: Okay, so now we should talk about the high fives because this is where I said I am fucking legitimately scared that Jeff Bear just tonight discovered <laughs> the power of the high five. We need to discuss what happened.
1: All right, so it was after GABF on the Friday, first night, yeah. Thursday,
0: it was the first night, yeah. Okay,
1: Thursday night. And we're standing, I don't think I discovered it before we went outside, but I decided, we're standing there, I'm a little drunk, and I'm going to just start trolling for high fives. Mm-hmm. And I, Literally, I was trolling for high fives. Yeah. And they just came so easy. So then I'm like, like your shirt says, you have your coffee shirt on that says, yeah. I own you. Yeah. and And I'm like... I own these people yeah you you,
0: you started to understand how you were very subtly but very uh, effectively manipulating people <laughs> right in front of their faces mm-hmm. uh, into just arbitrarily doing something that they not they really wouldn't otherwise do. Uh, it, it's kind of like a little magic hypnotism that you... It helps that they were all yeah. drunk. It, it does help, but not everybody did it.
1: Right.
0: You, no. you sort of got the idea that there were people who were more... who were just, like, in a more social mood were mm-hmm. going to do it, and people who were in a more back-off mood were not. But the interesting thing about the high-five, the, the thing that I said was that I legitimately still... I, I legitimately am... Uh, I I do believe that it is legitimately hacking people in a way Um, because you are – you're short-circuiting a little thing. It's it's minor. I agree. Mm -hmm. But you're getting an in that you otherwise wouldn't have in terms of just a just a bit of familiarity just a bit of sure opinion, sure so there's that a, a con man or somebody who who could play a game with you mm-hmm. at that point could easily use to go a lot further
1: right so I, I understand exactly what you're saying but there's also there's this dude you probably never have met him he he he's a pilot he's at like a beer fest all over the place i've seen him several times several places but he carries around a rubber chicken you know 'll take your picture with the rubber chicken and put it on the webpage type of thing uh-huh. you know so that's that 's his high five right sure, get your picture with the rubber chicken
0: not, well well that 's his in, in a sense that 's his peacocking right okay. it 's him presenting himself as as a as a different entity than everything else around him oh. the high five is more of an ingratiating thing it 's more of a of a way to sort of get in socially. To somebody, just slightly hack past their you're not necessarily going past all their defense systems, mm-hmm. but you're getting over that first two couple walls very easily.
1: Right. I need to try it on a sober audience. It's
0: it's the sticking a credit card in, in a door kind of way. I, I need to try it on a idea. sober
1: audience. I need to go to like the regatta or something like that, right? <laughs> and just go around where there's a mass of people and just start high fiving. And me. I
0: think you will be surprised by how many high fives you get. Yeah. Uh, because it's just something. In,
1: I, well, like, it's an easy thing to give, right? It's not like I'm saying, "Show me your tits."
0: Well, not only that, but it's also it's it's sort of a generally accepted, at least in in g- basic United States culture, I guess. It's a generally accepted thing, like smiling at somebody as you're walking past someone on mm-hmm. the street. It's that it it's just it it's almost. Uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, autonomous. Mm-hmm. You you, uh, you raise your hand without thinking about it. You 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 make the decision. <laughs> right, to, right. Your brain makes the do it before you decide that you're going to. Right. And it's that bit that lets you get in.
1: I I I watched your Periscope once I got back. I didn't realize like in that video I got like three hugs. Uh-huh. I didn't realize how many hugs I was getting. <laughs> And I was commenting the whole way.
0: Like, uh, I was doing, like, I mean, I was being extraordinarily hyperbolic. Like, this is, uh, <laughs> this is how, you know, genocide starts. <laughs> I don't think you said that. Um,
1: it, yeah, the funny part is so what? I high fived to several hundred people, probably uh, 400 people. And I got sick. And Greg yeah. got sick.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> There was this tweet which I I thought was great. Um, uh, If you need to do some, these are quotes. You said to me, if you need to do some high five tonight. And me saying, you don't understand me at all, do you, Jeff? (laughs) Hashtag actual conversation. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I would never use this power. (laughs) This power is, I was going on and on about how dangerous this was. This is like, this is giving nukes. Oh, but it was a nice yeah. endorphin yeah. rush for... Oh, I, I get it. I, I totally get it. And I, and I was being hyperbolic for a reason. But, I, but it was... Because it was, it was fun. It was, a, it was a great night.
1: I had to bribe Greg for his high five.
0: <laughs> Later. Well, I took it as, okay, you you wanted... You didn't want to do this a second time. Now you're going to do it for this. Yeah, I wasn't going to give you the, the luxury of giving a high five just right away. <laughs> but If you offered something up Okay you're gonna try This a second time Okay This being the tincture He tried it a second time
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Same results Same same results But uh, Give him credit He tried it twice uh, Let's see So I, I actually commented on this The, the next night uh, Someone gave you a cheat code to life Would you use it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is the high five Isn't yes, it? So,
0: yeah uh, maybe a more interesting question I, I sort of twist a little bit You were given a get out of jail free card One use, what do you use it for? Oh. One crime and everything associated with it Gone
1: That's a tough question uh, Anything
0: from a parking ticket to genocide What do you do? With it? One crime and anything associated with it Gone
1: uh, Do you use it? I'd extort more free crimes <laughs> the genie period not an right. option <laughs> um i'd have to think about that it wouldn't be it wouldn't be killing someone i don't like how, yeah well would i admit that no but it, like that that wouldn't be it no purge nights for me um i don't know do you have an answer
0: i i don't uh part of the problem was that i I couldn't see myself using it for anything beyond something very dull and minor uh, and that's just my my moral intuition at the time uh who knows what I would do you know five years now or five years ago? I'm saying me now. Uh, wouldn't use it for, for something like that, but I, I don't know what me five years from now is going to be like. Hmm. Nor am I the same person that me five years ago was. Or stick me in an awful situation. Who knows? <laughs> right? Um, put me. You know. Put the right pressures on me. I don't know. Put the right combination of chemicals in my brain. I don't know. Um.
1: Probably like Bill Cosby, some famous rich person and and have my way with her, that would probably be what I'd do.
0: Oh. Oh. I know it's not
1: right. I know.
0: Yeah, I think the part of it that that bugs me the most is the crime part is that it's like it it feels like
1: a violation no matter... Well, even that. So, I mean, maybe it's a false false thing because like, oh, if I can do anything I want and get away with for free, I want to have sex with some amazing celebrity, right? But if she's like, not into it yeah like, then that's then, not then maybe it's a false premise right yeah. i mean that's probably it that, i mean that's not what if you, she's, you if she's to, there you crying to rape a... if, yeah if she's there crying the whole time <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's not what i imagined
0: you want someone who's into you right and you know someone who's limp and <laughs> has been cosby
1: <laughs> yeah i think you're right i i didn't think that one through <laughs> I do, uh, you know, if I could have that golden ticket, it yeah. would, it would, one of the things might be is like have sex with like the most gorgeous woman on earth. But uh, I want her to be into it, because <laughs> sex is, is not just a, it's
0: not just a physical thing. It's and if it's good sex, it's mm-hmm. not just a physical thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I use that
1: for. Um, Especially the the problem is you only get one. And gaming I mean, the stock market, I guess. Let's let's get rich on it.
0: I, that that'd be the. Yeah, I mean, like I steal a billion dollars, right? and then give most of it away. Because then I could be useful. In
1: well, if you if you get out, a joke card includes all the uh... includes
0: all the externalities that
1: arise from this from a from a single crime yeah still still billion dollars yeah that's a, that's as good as getting more get out of free cards
0: <laughs> basically you're right you're absolutely right uh all right so should we go on to this commercial
1: yeah sure that's uh explicit material follows yeah i oh
0: I, the way I found this was there's a um I was looking for a, a song. <laughs> a fish center song. There's a fish called Sir Squirt, uh, and I was looking for a song. I didn't find it, but I found this on YouTube.
1: Some cool jazz. Mm-hmm.
2: Come to Erotic Toy Town's virtual showroom. All right,
0: you're in for you're in for some good stuff.
2: Brought to you by Doc Johnson. The realistic squirting dildo is EroticToyTown.com's bestseller.
1: Best. Seller Doc Johnson's squirting realistic cock (laughs) is what it says in the box,
0: (laughs) and it has like Superman writing (laughs) squirting realistic cock. (laughs) The cock that comes and comes.
2: No longer do you need a man to experience the sensual pleasure of a hot, juicy explosion. From tip to testicles, this dildo is a real lifelike experience.
1: Hot, juicy explosion. Yeah. I would love to interview some women and see if, like, their normal dildoing is really lacking a hot, juicy explosion.
0: I, I, yeah, I think it's more. It's more like half gag gift, half like well, you use it <laughs> once and throw it out, like. I imagine flashlights are the same sort of deal. Like, somebody buys a... Fl- like, some people take that seriously. But it flies, buys a flashlight and, like, eh, see what it's like and uses it and throws it away. And somebody buys it as mm-hmm. a joke gift for somebody. But there are a few people who, like, keep them useful all the time.
1: <sighs> I-, I just am curious if there's...
0: To me, the, the more... The, the amazing thing is is just, just being imagine imagine writing the, the copy.
1: Well, we haven't and played we, enough of the copy yeah, to appreciate yeah. that yet.
2: Beginning to end. Featuring clit stimulation. Suction base for hands-free entertainment. Veiny, textured life. You like action. that
1: little Shatner cadence in there?
0: Uh-huh. Suction base for hands-free entertainment. No. He, Suction base
1: t- for hands-free entertainment. <laughs> Play it back. There was a little bit of Shatner cadence in there.
2: Life-like shaft and testicles real yes. life veiny texture lit stimulation suction base for hands free entertainment
1: yeah there was Four. a cut there was a cut yeah, yeah. <laughs> for hands free entertainment <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably because if you were reading this it would be hard not to crack up <laughs> suction base for
2: Veiny, textured, lifelike shaft and testicles.
0: That's how I'm going to describe my penis from now on. <laughs> Veiny, lifelike. Veiny, textured, lifelike shaft and testicles.
1: <laughs> Would you like to touch it?
2: Real-life naughtiness is just a squirt away. With Johnson squirting dildo. Come and get yours. Your pleasure is just a click away. From realistic dildos, silicone, vibrating glass Now how
0: come I can't get Siri to
2: have this <laughs> voice? We have the toy to pleasure you. Visit us today at erotictoytown.com. That's erotic toy Town.
1: That's where you can get your Doc Johnson's yeah. squirting
0: dildo. Doc
1: Johnson's.
0: Because, I mean, he's a doctor. Trust him. He's a doctor.
1: What is that sculpture?
0: Dragon, bad Dragon. Royal Dragon Fantasy Dildo Review by Saints.
1: Hi, guys. Saints are here from www.sexualitysanctuary.com. Hi,
0: guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how drawn on her eyebrows are. Right? They're just. Like, completely fake. It is Bad Dragon time again. This is a. <laughs> It's a dragon dick, <laughs> small dragon. Um, it's got kind of a Klingon cock <laughs> that's blue. And... All right, bad dragon, fantasy sex toys. We're talking dragons. We're talking werewolves. We're okay, I- I wait, wait, wait.
1: What does werewolves have to do with this?
0: It's fantasy.
1: Oh, oh, okay. She's just explaining the genre.
0: Yeah, yeah. Werewolf dick, <laughs> dragon dick. You know, because I, 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 I don't see the difference. Between... I watch
1: True Blood. I don't think werewolf dicks are. Uh...
0: What well, I just see the difference <laughs> between you know guys who want to. Wanna fuck the Avatar girl or whatever mm-hmm. and or wanna fuck, you know, ponies or god knows what. <laughs> and girls who wanna fuck. I mean everyone wants yeah. to fuck. Right. Um and you know, and everyone's gonna have fantasies. It it makes sense to me. It's, it, it, it's actually not that strange. It's it's actually less strange than, than you think. She than goes on really for ten
1: minutes and forty five seconds about yeah. Lighten up. You want to have a little fun? Try something that isn't shaped like a typical phallus, okay? And I'm talking all sorts of different stuff. Like, yeah, they have the queen ones, they have the canine ones, they have all sorts of <laughs> done them all. creations because they have Bad Dragon Labs. They have a ton of great people working there, obviously. And they have a um, Bad Dragon Labs where Actually, people that are part of the community design the toys themselves, and we all vote on them. And then-
0: okay, I, I mean, <laughs> it, there's only so much that I can, like, it, that I'm interested in, but I, I don't find it, like, particularly gross um, as an idea in terms of you express your fantasy through toys. That's mm-hmm. fine. As long as you don't, like, actually fuck dogs and horses or dragons. <laughs> Or or dragons, right? Komodo dragons. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll just we won't we won't go any further on that one. Um Okay, so I did want to get into my science thing and, and so let's just go over something some interesting thing. first let's go back to what I was talking about, which was the Mm-hmm. Trying to move back dot. and forth sure. has some charge at some point, and somehow it gets rid of that charge and gains that charge, and we don't know exactly. We haven't explored yet uh, how that happens. We don't understand that yet. Uh, And also there was the idea of a photon. When it's moving through something, it turns into a different type of particle, a different type of oscillation that is thought of as a combination of two particles, and it has interesting properties, right? When it goes through it is non-Newtonian, it has interesting particle properties that we don't uh, see in, in the real world stuff. The, the idea that it goes through, it kind of gets deflected in a certain way and then stops being deflected in that way as opposed to continues to have inertia. It doesn't doesn't have that property when it's doing this translation. Mm-hmm. So I did want to talk a little bit about what kind of brings this, what kind of brought this all together. And that is the study of superconductors. Um, so the basic idea behind regular conductors that we're used to is essentially a crystal lattice that has a lot of free electrons that can flow towards a potential right so there's a potential essentially you set up a, a large negative or a large positive at some end and it will flow and they will flow, in, in, flow towards electrons will flow towards the positive charge um in a superconductor something very interesting un- and uniquely quantum happens the state of this flow becomes almost a concept in and in of itself it becomes almost a uh, a solid of flow or, or, a, or a liquid of flow that is just of flow what do I mean by that? <laughs> Uh, it has, you you may have heard of Bose-Einstein condensate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a, a new form of matter. That was kind of how people proved that superconducting was not just, uh, it was a more quantum problem than people had necessarily assumed because it allowed you to create this condensate state without having the lattice around it, which is how you would, how you try to classically explain superconductivity is a lattice-based explanation. I won't get into it, but it turns out that it's really very quantum. But here's the interesting thing about this, this flow. So inside this, this condensate, as we call it, uh, electrons can move freely without any resistance. Charge moves freely without any resistance. What this condensate does that is so quantum and strange is it is like a bottomless pit of charge. You can drop charges into it, nothing changes. You can pull charges out of it, nothing changes. It's almost like you're getting something from nothing. Or you can put something into into nothing. Uh, so there's this state of matter, this state of excitement where you have this pure property right it's not actually energy it's a Mm -hmm. property that's what charge is it's not actually energy it's just a property that something can have Mm -hmm. but you can just constantly pull it out now you may ask yourself well how i mean energy is conserved right how does that work it only works as long as the as long as the temperature remains low enough that it can stay in the condensate state. Once it gets above about 3.7 Kelvin, to, in other superconductors, in, in, and with higher mm-hmm. temperatures, you can do things. But once it gets above that, that condensate state breaks. But here is this very strange and incredible thing where you can just throw charges into it and pull charges out of it as if there is a bottomless pit. So the last thing I want to talk about then is very interesting action that happens when photons try to get through a superconductor that is in the process of having this condensate in it. Mm -hmm. Like in the glass, they sort of form a quasi-particle as they enter the lattice. And then something very intriguing happens. The quasi-particle they form has charge, and it gets absorbed immediately by, basically immediately, by the quantum state, by, by the condensate. So photons <laughs> enter a superconductor and stop existing. They just, they get a little bit, There's a, I think okay. it's called the London limit. They get like a tiny bit in them, go away. Okay. They're just cut off. Where does the energy go? It goes into creating these neutral currents on the very top layer of these superconductors that actually balances out any magnetic force that would be that's putting the photons into it. so that's why you can levitate magnets on top of superconductors because it's actually balancing out by creating a sort of neutral current of energy okay. that has no potential, has no mm-hmm. voltage, right but you're putting the energy by throwing the photon in there. Mm-hmm. It gets sucked all. It gets sucked in by that condensate, and then causes this neutral current okay. to happen. But there is suddenly something where you have an entity that has charge of some type, and is taken away or put back out of nothing, right? Out of seemingly nothing. I mean, there's a condensate.
1: I'll leave you at that. Okay. That was good. Uh, I, I can't... I understand some of what you were saying and the point where you were talking about the whole superconducting, that that part I was following. Um, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I was thinking a little bit... Um,
0: so I mean, the, the idea is... I just want to go just slightly further. I'm sorry. Okay. The idea that Anderson had, and then Higgs and uh, Tuft and the other people, was what if the universe has some superconductor in it? Okay. That, we'll end with that.
1: All right. all right. And one of the things I was thinking about, we were talking about the diffraction of yeah. photons through material. And I asked you the question on uh, how... Like, how it is explained on the quantum level. Yes. And, um, you know, we understand the trigonometry part of it. Right. But I was imagining it, again, on kind of that macro level, where instead of photons, we have tennis balls, right? Tennis balls going through a density change. And what accounts for the uh, change in direction? And... I'm just kind of throwing this out, right? I don't have a point or anything. But when the tennis ball hits the in- thing that starts going through, at, at the angle, right, it's hitting, like say if it's coming in here from the left, right, and the bottom of the tennis ball hits it, it's to the, uh, you know compared to the center of mass of the tennis ball, it's hitting it on an edge, right? So it's going to start slowing down on that edge faster than on the other edge. And that's what accounts for the change of direction. And that would uh, equate the kind of angle change you're seeing. And then on the way out, the opposite reaction, right? Where the edge that gets out first starts moving faster and goes the other way. So, I mean, no real point, right? Just kind of a, 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 a good what's the Einstein, the thought experiment, the... G- 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 yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those, right, where it's probably broken in a thousand different ways mm-hmm. when you start talking about real particles. But, you know, it's one of those things that seems intuitive and and kind of lines up with observation. You know?
0: I, I think it's a decent way that, to look at, at the problem from a sort of classical perspective. Um, classical, you know, as you get further down, the classical perspective mm-hmm. doesn't work. But... As I said, the uh, the quantum perspective, um, which actually, I mean, quantum protection has a very good and reasonable um, reason why it works, which is the principle of least action. Uh, the way we calculate it is, is absurd, mm-hmm. um, right. which is we take every possible path it can, it can take and, and add those up and figure out. <laughs> how they how they don't work. The reason why that works is interesting though. Um I think you, you can think about it this way. Uh imagine um a, a sphere, just a plain old sphere, Uh and think about two poles, pole A and pole B. Uh in order to to get from point A to point B, you take one geodesic around the sphere. So mm-hmm. there are an infinite number of lines that mm-hmm. go all the same sure space, right, around the sphere. And what you do is you then you figure okay, these are the infinite number of lines you can take and you add up the ones that interfere constructively and the ones that don't interfere constructively and you get a waveform. Okay. And that is that waveform is pretty much where the particle sh- is going to be right. in one of those sure. spots. Well,
1: I was kind of trying to take my classical thing I just mm-hmm. described to think about it as a wave. Right? Yeah. And then trying to see if there's... And it's kind of what you're describing, right? Mathematically, least force, it it kind of is still relatively equivalent to that. You know, when you're talking about the tennis ball, think of maybe not going into water, because tennis balls float on water, but maybe a denser. Mm-hmm. You're going from oxygen to xenon or something, right? Right. And you can kind of see how the center of mass is going to keep the, the side that's not in the material yet going faster and um, I was trying to figure out but again I really don't grok waves enough yeah. to to imagine that it's,
0: it, it's hard to start thinking in waves but you kind of have to and you have to sort of understand. I mean I can
1: I can picture waves but I I don't I, appreciate waves it's a right?
0: whole it's a whole new way of thinking because you have because you can't you stop being able to use things like position and momentum because they stop making sense. Mm-hmm. Like they're yeah. they're what we call conjugate variables. They're, they can only be considered together; they can't be considered apart. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so those kind of things you normally w- would have for for objects s- stop it existing in the same way. You, you mm-hmm. have to start taking things like eigenvalues and, and understand those, uh, which are basically um, it's basically the eigenvalues aren't really that complicated it's just uh we use i when we're doing calculations of rotation, but we never will get i in a measurement uh your eigenvalues are real numbers that you will get that you can get in measurements uh but um your eigenstates are it, it, basically you get a matrix. And the ones that are on the corners are the ones that you can possibly get as observations. The ones in the middle are the ones you can't. Okay,
1: but Rick, I don't want to stick around
0: for the purge. <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things that it, it's. It sounds and, and I'm probably describing it poorly, but it, it sounds more complicated than it ultimately is. But you just kind <laughs> of you, you have to trade. You, you have to trade a little bit of of just thinking in, in a slightly different way. You have to start that process. Okay. And just keep going in that process. And eventually, it'll snap into place. But you're then you're kind of stuck with it. <laughs> you're kind of stuck thinking about uh, things on in that way now. Oh,
1: excuse me. I think it's about time to wrap this up.
0: All right. Well, we had a good show, I think.
1: I do. We'll see if this uh, poppin' stopper is uh, yeah. any good. I think it's going to hold the gas in. I think so, too. I just... I mean, the... the there's not as much Oh, actually, it doesn't See, I see some daylight over here. But I don't know, but as long as it's covering up the surface. But 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 the 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 thickness of coverage over here has got to be less than the top of the bottle because I can see daylight above the bottle on this side. You see that? Yeah. And so there's a there's less coverage over there. I don't think this is going to beat his All right. All well. right. But it was designed by an aerospace engineer, so what am I to say?
0: You could say sometimes aerospace, aerospace engineers make dumb decisions. Same with uh, sometimes uh, very uh, practiced and uh, otherwise seemingly intelligent neurosurgeons are really stupid.
1: <laughs> What's this? Ben Engine.
0: Carson? Republican... Nominee for president who doesn't believe in evolution, or
1: uh... Uh, I haven't heard about Ben Carson. Oh,
0: well, you should take a look. You should. That uh... yeah,
1: sounds like a waste of time. <laughs>
0: it really is. Um, yeah, a, a decorated neurosurgeon, a guy who has done amazing things, uh, but who doesn't uh... believe in like the basic tenets of science, the evolution, like the basis of biology, <laughs> what he does.
1: Uh, it boggles sometimes yeah. it really does boggle anyway I don't want to get into that right now thanks everyone for listening and uh, buy your Doc Johnson squirting dildo at com slash Amazon